0: Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to a special episode of كلنا تحف. Today I have four guests with me today uh, who are very special to me, um, as they were the four first guests uh, of the podcast. So I'm gonna allow them to introduce themselves and what they do. Hey,
1: my name is Ala. I do animations and I also run the Libyan Creative, and I'm happy to be here.
2: Hello, my name is Ayub and I'm a graphic designer. I'm grateful to be here.
3: Assalamu so, alaikum. My name is Sneekin Khalal. I'm the guy behind Boundcast and I'm a photographer, it's a pleasure to be here.
4: Hey, Assalamu alaikum. My name is Malik Al Arabi. Uh, I make hip hop. Check out my music. What's good?
0: So, first question is. Do you guys all know each other or are you guys all familiar with each other's work?
1: Yes, I, I am familiar with everybody's work. Um, I'm a fan of everyone yeah, here, I'm,
2: I'm also like, I'm like, familiar with uh, everyone in here.
3: Yeah, I'm familiar with all three, Malik Ayyub and Adana, I'm a big fan of their works.
4: Also familiar, Uh, Ayub's done like cover art for some of my stuff, which is tight. Sadiq sent me some dope care packages with some of his photography. And then I haven't gotten to interact as much, but Libyan Creatives has definitely shown love, which I super appreciate. So, everybody, what everybody's working on is super dope, mashallah.
0: So, from that, have have you guys ever thought of collabing? Like, I know Ayub and, and Malik have. And I know Sadiq in and I know Ayub um, in Allah have but like um, the uh, the ones that haven't worked together more or less, have you guys thought of working together, or is is there something in the works? I mean, maybe? for me,
4: I would love to learn more about. I mean, the Libyan creative. I want to hear more. It's probably you probably talked about it at length, but uh, during your interview but even a little bit more here for if for listeners who are here this might be the only one that they're listening to and haven't heard the other ones but more so for me selfishly i would love to hear more about that but definitely like yeah i worked with ayub which was tight on the cover art so i feel like every single time like i want to just go and pull up and see him and just have him do a shoot for me because his stuff is outrageous mashallah and then you said now, you said you do mm-hmm. uh, graphic design too, is that, or is it motion design? What was it? Yeah, graphic? I do
1: animations actually. So animation. I still left out. I haven't collabed with anyone. I've featured some of y'all. I think Matic, I did a story post for uh, your album. I haven't done a feature, so you know. Yeah, what's we'll the, get to that. Talk. What's up
4: with the animation? Because I could. We should talk about that. That'd be interesting. Sure. What do, you, what do you exactly do you do with that?
1: Yeah. So uh, my Instagram is still Realm um okay. so if you ever want to see what that's about but i do a lot of motion um motion design i'm really into like fluidity and colors and stuff like that i talk a lot about it in my podcast feature, of course uh Got but it. yeah i haven't been on it for a while but yeah if you ever want to see my old work it's up there
4: i'm looking at it right now this is cool
1: oh, thank you thank you
3: tight mashallah i feel like in- like, I feel like in my case, it's slightly harder to collaborate with people as well a photographer. like, unless they live in my city or I'm traveling to their city, it's very difficult to collaborate.
1: That's true. That's but the, I don't good. know. I see some potential. Um, I mean, and you can also like pitch in with this, but I think um, like adding graphics or motion design to photography is like a dope path yeah. to take like like photography and all that.
4: Also, I feel like probably a big part of your, what you do is like the, correct me if I'm wrong, but like the post work. So like the color correct and everything like that too. Like, even if you weren't the one behind the camera who took the picture itself, you know, if I had somebody take pictures for me, but I didn't like how it came out, maybe I like the photo itself, but not like the, the fully finished product. That's something that could like, we could work on for like post work type of thing. You know what I mean?
3: That is very true. No, no, that's very, very true. Like the post processing of the photos themselves. Now I can definitely do that as well.
0: There was also like one time where Sadiq posted a photo and Ayub you, like, uh, painted it. Like he did, like pretty much like um, like a a copy of it.
2: Yeah, yeah, bro. It's actually, yeah, yeah, rendition, yeah, of that one. So that
0: that's another way of going about yeah, it.
2: Yeah, it's, it's actually dope. Yeah yeah we can collaborate though like no matter like what was it like your maybe specialty is like uh for in my case like i can't like I, I try like to be as versatile as possible you know like i'm trying to expand my yeah <laughs> let's say skills and
0: try
2: like to club collaborate with everyone in different like type of yeah we can do it
0: that that's the cool thing i feel like with with like instagram or anything in general it's like it's not it's not hard to do work with each other you know what i mean like there's things like zoom or like microsoft teams or even like their instagram dms or twitter dms or whatever it
3: be that's actually the one thing i like about the Libyan creative community is that they're all willing to work with each other at any given point
4: yeah I, i'd second that i haven't gotten a sense from anybody of not wanting to do it like regardless of how much you've accomplished or how long you've kind of been in the game or anything. I feel like when it comes to Libya, it has like just a you know some it means something it means something different to every person, but I think it at the end of the day it means something in some way, shape or form. Um and so usually like I'm always down regardless of who you are. As soon as I see if I see like the Libyan flag in your bio or you know in an intro or something like that find out more about that that that's you know part of you it's like an automatic okay
1: let's let's like talk yeah that's that's really true i think like just being connected as living creatives even if your art isn't related to diva directly is a huge thing um so for the living creative someone had actually reached the living creative like digital magazine that i do uh, someone had reached out about making a discord group chat and it was really cool because a lot of people were on board and we have a few threads in there and one of them is actually for collabing so people will just post like, "Hey, I'm working on this project. I'm working for a, or I'm looking for a graphic designer, or a motion designer, or someone who does music or whatever." And then people are able to collaborate. So I think, I mean, Libyans collaborating is a whole other level.
2: That's actually neat. I
4: was gonna That's say, I think Discord's neat. a Discord's a good one. I don't know if you guys have used Clubhouse at all, but I only just recent. I only just recently got put onto that, and it seems like in the like in and of itself that's like a big part of it like i'll see a lot of different breakouts for like creatives and it's really just a session like this where it can be just the five of us or uh the five of us on a call or the six of us sorry on a call um or it can be uh you know more people um and so i think that that also has like potential in the future for you know especially if we're just talking about the libyan creative circle um, ways to like easily communicate and you know move quickly
0: I feel like with Libyans we all try to be connected yeah. you know what I mean like every single time I see somebody every time I hear at least myself somebody do something amazing that's Libyan or if I see a Libyan flag in a bio and they're doing like some sort of creative work whatever it be I go tool follow Al-tool. no question not even like not even don't even double think it just go tool follow and support because like 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 I've said on other podcasts like there's not that many of us you know what I mean it's kind of like we show love to each other because there's not that many of us and we need to be all together as one you know what I mean I feel like that's what what Allah is trying to do and what what I'm trying to do myself
3: we need to all be supportive of each other and that's what we've been but I feel like we can always give that extra push to help each other out.
1: For sure, and I think like uh, with I think a lot what the living creative circle is moving towards now is taking it to another level. So we've known each other as a community. Some of us have been friends even before we've gotten into art or whatever. Uh, but I really feel like now is the time for living creatives to step it up and you know, however that may be, you know, get out of just the Instagram circle or doing it. By yourself or whatever which that's great too but you know actually do something with it i mean Ayub, for example is a great example of him taking it a step further with like the weekend collab and stuff like that so i see that for libyans inshallah
2: thank you yeah that, that's actually true like yeah i've been trying to say this like for every creative in libya out here like we need like to to support to be supportive like when it comes to other creative libyans and trying to lift us to lift us up as possible, you know, because, like, we are not survivalists, and, like, we should, like, to try to be a group rather than individuals.
0: That's my take on that.
1: For sure. Great take.
0: That's the cool thing. Like, like look, for example, like the, f- the first episode, I got 200 streams so far um, in 14 different countries. So just... It's been it's like i to be to be completely honest the reason why it's been so long since i've started the idea and then actually doing it so that in the beginning i didn't think that anybody was going to support it i just thought it would be like my close circle or like my friends like i knew you guys would but i didn't think anybody else would i didn't think the people that support it now were going to ever like it or talk about it or just like you know I've gotten great input from a lot of people who I didn't personally expect to would talk about it at all. Like somebody, like I I, I follow messaged me yesterday and he was like, if you need help with doing Arabic translations for like later episodes, at all, at all, at all. Like no cap. I didn't expect it whatsoever. So it's been it's been eye-opening, you know what I mean? Like we see a Libyan flag right now and everyone's just like, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's, let's all forget about all the problems we have in the entire world and politics, whatever it be. And we just strive towards this. You know what I mean? If I like, I've seen, I've seen changes myself in the community. You know what I mean? It's not like what it used to be before.
3: I do wanna give a shout out to one guy in specific and that's that Muslim tourist. I feel like there was this lots of like toxicity between like Libyans living in the UK with Libyans living in America versus Libyans living in Canada and there's all that beef between all three for no reason whatsoever. And then he came up with this idea of lives and like somehow got us all along virtually. And that now people are like, Okay, you know what? There's nothing wrong with this Libyan person that lives in Canada or this person that lives in Manchester or someone that lives in New York or anything like that out of it so I generally think that's been one of the things that helped the Libyan community online
0: I think so too and I think we've been sort of getting towards it we just needed a push like from because and like and then slowly slowly we kind of just forgot about it I also think it's because of the times that we're living in. You know what I mean?
2: (laughs) For me, personally, I never like get why people like abroad, like Libyan people specifically, you have to like, there's beef between each other, like for no reason, for absolute no reason. Like just because he's like, uh, Libyan lives in the UK or like, and the others like live in the USA or whatever, like there would be like tension or beef, unnecessary tension or beef, bro. Like that doesn't sit with me. You know what I mean? it's strange like to be honest
1: yeah for real no but it's really true people do just unnecessarily start beefing and maybe it's just human nature but I think like the great thing about what the Libyan tourists did what you're doing right now Zahud, is like you're basically if you don't give them any direction they will go crazy so if you create these circles of just like positivity and uplifting each other whether it be through comedy and games or like through like appreciating art then like they have something to do now you know like they have something to be connected through so I think that's a great thing about art in general like inside or outside of the Libyan circle um, generally and that's why creative at least I always make sure that like the type of art or creativity I'm promoting is more less like we're is pretty positive and has like a pretty pure intentions because if we're focusing on positive things and You know, like creating rather than destroying. That's hopefully our culture goes that way too.
0: Because I also feel the other thing is that no one sees Libyan culture for what it is. At least I'm not talking Libyans, but outside of the Libyan circle. If you go on Google Libya, look at all the negative search results that you get. You know what I mean? uh, I think we should start. Now is the time, especially with the time period that we live in to start focusing on our culture and our art and like focusing Ali on you know, we start advancing ourselves in whatever we do, you know, what what this is leading towards is, do you find it hard? I, I know Malik's spoken about this before, but, um, and you uh, a little bit, but do you find it hard in putting culture in your work? Like, and, uh, besides the Libyan creative page, but uh, like in animations or just in your everyday work, do you find it hard to input culture in, yeah. in towards it?
1: Yeah, I was just going to say real quick that I don't know that I've actually put an effort towards it to try. I wouldn't say it's difficult. I the pro- The only reason I probably haven't gone to it is culture is a really sensitive thing for a lot of people. And I never want to mess it up. So even though it's my, I don't want to offend someone else's like perception of this thing that they're really possessive of too.
0: So like culture appreciation versus culture appropriation.
1: Yeah. More or less.
4: Yeah. I think for me, at least when I was kind of going through my process, like on the most recent album in that, that project, um, I didn't run into that. Uh, I didn't run into that issue as much. Uh, like m- the biggest, the biggest thing for me is when it comes to culture, especially like DBN or even like Arab culture, Muslim culture, or whatever, is like not being corny. Like that's just like that's the thing that I try to be <laughs> the most thoughtful of, because like we went through you know the the era of like YouTube and like the 2010
0: YouTube, where and it was
4: yeah where it was cool to like for a guy to you know wear his mom's hijab and pretend that he was his mom and like all like i don't know i just feel like that story is so played out or just like you know in rap specifically when people are like oh yeah like uh dates because of ramadan but like dates in real life with girls and stuff like come on player like we're just past that time so i think for me that like, those type of things within whatever creative it is, like, especially when it comes to v because the v are brutal. Like, they'll they'll be, like, your biggest lovers, but also, like, your biggest haters and critics, too. Definitely. And so, you know, being, being very thoughtful and intentional about that was important for me of, like, how do you do it in a way where, like, people are going to respect it, and it's, like, subtle enough that you're not overdoing it, uh, but also in a way that's, like, you know, respect for doing that and putting it in and kind of acknowledging it.
3: My case is like I, I spoke about it in my episode, like I can't really go cringey in like with photography, especially like when relating back to Libya, like the most I can do is just help show how beautiful Libya really is. Whether that be Benghazi, Trablus, or honestly anywhere in Libya, them it's like there's so many amazing spots in Libya that just haven't been portrayed to the world, you know? So, like if you search Benghazi, sadly all you see are like photos and videos of the bombing instead of actually like seeing the beauty of Benghazi. So like that is the one thing I aim to do. Currently, I haven't been back to Libya since I left it, so in 2014. But inshallah, I'll be back very soon and being able to capture the beauty of my my country.
0: Do you feel like it's hard showing Libyan culture because you live abroad?
3: Without a doubt. If I lived in Libya, I feel like my whole aesthetic would be completely different like my feet aesthetic whether it be my the style of photos i capture it would be completely different
0: uh, like i get what you mean but you could somewhat still show libyan culture abroad but it it's not the same you know what i mean like i could take a photo
3: of someone or something along those lines but even then i feel like at that point, I'm just forcing it onto onto my feed instead of it being natural, you know? Yeah. Like, I can, at the end of the day, I can always have a white background and just picture anyone that is was i'll be in front of him and be like, yo, just smile for the camera. But that's not really my style.
0: You uh. went to feel Saba. It's hard to feel
3: Exactly, bro.
2: Yeah, bro as a person like who who lives in Libya, bro, I relate to what the, uh, yeah, Sadiq said. And, صعبة, bro, like, from, like, from my point of view, like, when I, when I was growing up, like, I, I didn't like, was super cultural, like, ab- about my own roots, if you know what I mean. Because, like, it's different from each person, like, you run to in the street, like, you you don't, like, get, like, the,
0: the true information about your,
2: your own culture because, like, each person like has exactly and it's, like diff- different perspective bro and you you didn't get that like the right report from what ha- what actually happened you know or yeah i actually uh, even though i blame like uh, even the uh, educational system out here in libya like like they didn't tell us about the, his- the history in libya at all if you know what i mean like when we was when we were young uh, Garofina kind of like uh, about the ancient, kadim and shit like that. What uh, what they do to it. <laughs> uh, so basically, so how I'm dealing with that as an alternative, like solution right now, as I'm uh, all grown up and an artist at the same time, I'm trying, I'm, I'm always like researching my own history and learning about it, if you know what I mean, like, you know, like, so Right now, what you see in my art isn't a reflection of my own culture. So, it's like is like you know, in a simple word, uh, art is about love, and uh, you know, to the culture and nature as an example. So, as an artist can't do his uh, artworks without something his in, in their heart in general, if you know what I mean. And that's why, and that's why affection within is like the most important thing, like in every artist's creation. So. It's like purely coming from their hearts, so you can take that as an alternative to I
0: culture. What, I, I get, like, I get what you mean. Like, one, i the different. Like the way they take certain things, a different point of view on everything. Like when exactly. like, you make people love or not right. know what I mean? Like, I right. yeah. Like, like, you know like oh you did this yeah. wrong or or you know because like especially in in Libyan culture you know it's they're somewhat the same but we're all different like it's when it comes to exactly. foods when it comes to dressing when it comes to like you know we're all everybody's like a whole different, a um, whole different vibe, more or less. Bezlobod. But...
2: Yeah, yeah, different lifestyles, bro. Yeah, it's actually that—that's the case in my. That's the thing in my case, like, and I don't, I don't want to like the big things yeah. like that would be offensive to other, you know, Libyan like people, if you know what I mean. So because like I have no clue about what am I doing, like because like. When it comes to culture, like I'm almost illiterate about it, <laughs> and it's coming from someone like that who was born and raised in Libya, bro. That's like actually a shameful. Bro. Yeah, I
1: feel validated. I thought this was a diaspora thing, but I'm I'm glad to know that it's not just us out
0: here. I, I think it's just like like it's just an identity thing with all of us. You know what I mean? It's not like only had. I feel like Hassadik could probably relate to this too. It's not like Kennta Ayish Barra. You're not gonna. You're gonna You're not gonna get the identity issue. You know what I mean?
3: I, I never appreciated like the beauty of Libya till the past two, three years. When I got into photography, and I started appreciating like the views and all that of like the city that I live in right now, Ottawa or wherever I travel to. I started I'm like I lived in Libya for sixteen years, and I never looked at it the way I look at like the cities I travel to now or the countries I travel to now. So I'm like, like I really need to go back and. I feel like it will be a completely different point of view when I do go back.
0: So you feel like pretty much your work has brought you closer to your culture, more or less? Without a doubt. The, um, Alaa or Malik, do you guys feel the same way?
4: Yeah, I think for me, like it was, uh, so I went back to, I, I never lived in Libya. Uh, and then I went back, you know, when I was younger, but most recently I went back in 2017 and 2018. Um, and I think during both of those times going there, like as an adult, uh, as opposed to like when I was a child. So like kind of along the lines of what Salik was just saying, like being a little bit just more worldly and like well versed in the rest of like the rest of what's going on and not just like being in the brain of like a kid. Like, as I went there, it, w- it felt like very, you know, experimental for me to be like, okay, I don't know the next time I'm going to get this experience. I want to make the most out of it. I want to go see the things that like, you know, normally you wouldn't even think to see if you were just going there for like, you know, a month or two or something like that. And then those were the things that ultimately contributed to when I released the first album, which had a lot of themes related to Debia in it. And I think that that was just part of the timing. So I would say it definitely influenced me in, in that regard. But now given that like the current project I'm working on, for example, has like nothing, there's no correlation to DB like whatsoever, you know, maybe like in like the lyrics and stuff, but like when you look at the cover art, for example, you're not going to see that. And I think that that also just has to do with the current circumstance of, you know, in the midst of making this project, I spent no time in DB whereas for the first one, I spent an extensive amount of time there, um, which contributed to that. So I think that there's, there's probably that flavor too of like, when you're actually there, um, you know it impacting you, or you know being in touch pretty regularly with people who are there, you know incorporating it in.
0: Now, what about you? Do you feel like your work has brought you, like other? Uh, I know the Libyan creative <laughs> page might have, yeah. but it, do you feel like you've been brought co- closer to your culture?
1: yes but maybe not in the way you think not through my art necessarily but when i started posting my art uh, i was just exposed to the broader libyan creative community and that definitely just brought me closer like i felt you know the sense of community and whatnot and i don't think i would have gotten there had i not started doing my animations and posting it and getting a bit of recognition for that um i mean hopefully one day in the future maybe if i feel like it my art will be more connected to libya i think malik makes a great point about it like if you're not there if you don't have a direct connection you don't want to fabricate that feeling cuz then your art's not going to be authentic either so but yeah yes and no i guess
0: cuz we also live abroad you got to mm-hmm. take that in um like manash like sahna jali libya here but on a regular basis Like You know what I mean Like most of your friends Most of my friends They are Libyans They have been to Libya But they also live your everyday Like immigrant lifestyle You know what I mean I feel like Embracing you You're You're obviously proud of who you are And your culture But you can't really Do much more than that you know?
4: Yeah, for sure. I think what's also something there that's, I, I don't, I don't really give it that much thought, but I think is important is like, there are a lot of Libyan who live abroad who have never been back to Libya, like ever, or have never lived there or have never had any experience. And that can be, and if you talk to those people, cause I was like one of them at one point, like my understanding and assumption of what Libya was was like dramatically different than when I actually went there and experienced it firsthand and so there's like kind of this paradox if you've if you've had that experience versus if you've not if you've not and it's almost like this this ignorance and not in like a negative sense just like a genuine ignorance of like you haven't really seen it and I think that that's also something to be aware of when we think about like Libyan abroad, creating like a type of work for them and stuff like that is like being aware of like who that audience is. Because we might assume it's people like us who have been back to Libya, but there's gonna be a ton of people who might not even relate to that or have a very different take on Libya just based on like how they were brought up and stuff. So I always find that like interesting and reflecting on it now, like I was in both parks at some point in my life. Um, And I think that that's just like, especially when you think about Libyan youth of today, that could be like a very normal storyline of people who haven't actually ever been there.
1: Yeah, that's really true actually. A lot of, um, a lot of people's whole idea of Libya is really limited to like that Zoumat and the Lama that they'll have here in America or Canada or whatever. And so um, I think that also goes into my original point of why I don't incorporate too, like too much Libyan culture in my art because whether it's too Libyan or not Libyan enough, um, you know, someone is going to relate and won't relate. And the way my art is, at least, it's not really relatable in general. It's a bunch of, you know, you know, moving shapes and melting people. Um, but yeah, that's a great point.
0: So do you feel like, with that being said, do you feel like it's hard for you guys to maintain your culture or identity as Libyans because, you're not only appealing to Libyans; you're also appealing to a Western audience. Like, for example, with with Ayoub, doesn't do "quote unquote" Libyan art. Ayoub does art in general, and it's for everybody. You know, like Ayoub.
2: No, bro, not at all. I think like I can maintain my Libyan identity through my work. You know, um, it's one of the reasons why I studied. Like, I don't even mm-hmm. watermarks my pieces or, like, videos I make. So, as as, as it is, like, it, it will always remain, you know, a part of me as a Libyan, as a Libyan individual. So, I don't think it's hard to maintain that. And I'm doing, like, this, quote-unquote, art for everybody, just, you know, to gain enough, maybe, <laughs> let me say followers first. Like, I'm doing this kind of art to attract more audience. And then, then like, I'm currently working on short animation, basically, um, that will maybe reflect on my uh, life as a Libyan, and maybe there's a little culture in it as well. So, yeah, I hope that will, like, show the message of how Libyan culture be.
0: Because I know you've done two artworks like off the top of my head Balkan director من هيك لكن زوز مديرهم انت وحده لروحك for his Exactly the the low yeah like yeah the yeah, low fi yeah,
2: lo- lo- pieces, yeah bro sorry for interrupting you Yeah
0: Lala, that's all I was going to say I was like those are the two that I remember you incorporated Libyan culture into
2: Exactly and I got a lot of you know backlash about it as well like when I have done the second piece like of the Libyan lo fi girl uh like, a lot of people, like, say, it, like, she doesn't look Libyan at all, or, like,
0: we'll the love environment love or whatever, you
2: know. bro. Yeah, like, I don't know, bro. <laughs> that's, that's the thing, like, I don't want, like, to, you know, uh, to, like, strive. Like, I don't want to, be, uh, to provoke anyone, you know, with my art, because, yeah. as I said, yeah. I'm not that uh, well-cultured. <laughs> yeah, so...
1: That's, that's such an interesting like thing you said right now about the whole the girl not being portrayed a certain like way because someone actually made a mushkil on the Libyan creative about somebody else's art and I was like wow <laughs> like this is the whole point that we're trying to prove right now like how are you going to come on, a, yeah. put on a, an account that's you know promoting Libyan art and creativity and then get offended when this person who made this art the way that they wanted to doesn't portray Libya or Libyan women in the way that you think that they should be portrayed?
0: See, that's the thing, right? Like, I think culture and identity is a very, very, very touchy subject for a lot of people. You know, like, when هيقولك عليها something, you know, it's very, it's very tough, like, so, like, how do you do? You feel like it's the same thing. Do you feel like it's hard for you to maintain your cultural identity?
3: Not really in my case. I feel like it really doesn't play a big part whatsoever. Like with photography, it's just, I feel like they just don't intertwine whatsoever. So, like, I've never even given it any thought.
0: Malik, do you, like, I know you've talked about it a little bit, but do you do you also feel like, like it, it is what it is. Like you've tried your best to. Input culture and identity into your work. But do you feel as though it, it's hard yeah, to do Yeah, I think it
4: hard to do so. And I think like with my, my use case is a little unique because I feel like when a lot of people found out about my music, particularly Libyan, it was around the time that I was doing that period of Libyan things. Whether that was the cover art with Bedla Arabia, whether that was the ketchup mayonnaise harissa remix, like whatever, like that was a very finite, time for me but the reality is like I've been working on music for 10 years now and probably for about eight to eight and a half years of that there wasn't actually any even if you went and looked at my music you wouldn't even know like I was Libyan Um, and even like lyrically if you listen to the album like with the example with the exception of a few subtleties here and there lyrically it's not like that obvious it's more of when you see the the visual things like the cover art or like a music video or like a resampling of a Libyan song Um, so I haven't really like I don't even think of, when I think of myself, I don't think of myself as, uh, you know, a Libyan artist. I think of myself as an artist. And then I think of myself with the characteristics that I am. I think I'm an artist who is Libyan. I'm an artist who is Muslim, for example. Like, I don't think of myself as a Muslim rapper. I think of myself as a rapper who's Muslim, like all of those things. So, you know, as an artist and creative, I think like the first step is just being really good at that thing. Like, don't worry about the labels or the what demographic do you fall into or who you're trying to represent. Just be, like, good at the craft as a whole. And then, you know, start to kind of figure that out and what that looks like. But uh, for me, I, I never really struggled with that because I've always had it in my head that I just want to be, like, the best musician possible. And that's, like, the priority. And then if other things come along and culture mixes in and all that, then ahlan But until then, like, uh, it's kind of cool.
0: So um, do you feel it's necessary? Anybody can answer this, but do you feel necessary to show your identity as Libyans? Or do you feel like, like, based, like, I know, Malik, you just answered the question, but um, does anybody feel like it's necessary to show that you're a Libyan through your work? Or do you feel like, I just want to show my work as is, and then if they find out I'm Libyan, great. And if not, Like, I just want to do, I just want to be great at my work.
4: I was just going to say on that note, like another, another thing I think is worth like stating is like, I really do have an appreciation when I see somebody who is big and have no idea that they're Libyan and then find out through some other way that they're Libyan. Like if I see like a successful startup or business or entrepreneur, an app that's created or something. Right. And I'm like, wow, this thing is really cool. There's a lot of effort put into this. This is super, um, you know, well thought through, aesthetically pleasing, a great user interface, like all of these things. And that's just like, as a result of the product of somebody's brain. And at that point, that's all I know. And then I find out, oh, the owner of, or the founder of it actually is Libyan, even though it had nothing to do with Libya. I still think that that is very cool and very important for our culture you know, as Libyan, to just be successful in whatever we do, right? Like, so I think that that's like the type of thing that we should also continue to rally around is like, I don't think as Libyan, we need to seek out other Libyans who are doing Libyan stuff. I think if there's just Libyans who are doing cool stuff, and then like, they're just Libyan, like, that's kind of enough for me. And then that's kind of how I implement it um, into my work. But that I think of myself as trying to be that person who I would find impressive, who doesn't even have to be super Libyan and in your face with it or incorporate it as much. Just the fact that they're just the fact that yeah, actually, the fact thank that you, thank you, Malik, is enough, if that makes sense.
2: Yeah, thank you, Malik. Uh, Malik, like you actually answered, like <laughs> you said, everything I wanted to say. Actually, I, I really just wanted to do my work and let people like. To decide who I am and who I'm not, <laughs> I just want to make a great work. That's all. Because as a creatives, like we naturally like born and out, you know. So we, I only like personally like care about the result of my own
3: work. That's all. As, like to add to that, I feel like my work represents me. Does it represent Libya and all Libyans? Definitely not. But at the end of the day, anybody that sees that photo, I just want to always to go back to oh, it's the Allah's rather than oh it's that libyan guys you know that's that's actually
0: true cuz here's the thing right um uh as as somebody I'm going to talk about it from my point of view and then I'll, I'll see what you guys think so here's the thing uh me before i met Sadiq, and before i saw myself as libyan um i always struggled with this like Like, who am I? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like we all struggle with it. But, like, who am I and what do I see in myself and what do I relate to and things like that. Because, like, I moved around a lot and I always, like, had friends from different cultures and things like that. And, you know, but I always wanted something. You always look for somebody as inspiration. You know what I mean? So I feel like if we don't know their, like, I always wanted to be more a part of my culture later on. I feel like if we don't know they're Libyan, then it's kind of hard to do that. You know what I mean? Like, I know, I understand that you want to look at somebody for their work and not for what they are or where they're from. But sometimes you kind of need somebody to be plainly in your face, Libby, Abban Anjad. So you can find somebody to look up to because they kind of have the same experiences as you and somebody like you can relate to and look up to you know what I mean
2: oh I actually like didn't see it like that bro
0: um
2: yeah um if like as I said like uh, during the interview I had with you last week as I said like I really like I really want to inspire as much as as I can you know, as a Libyan so yeah that's 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 one of the things like I'm striving for i'm aiming for like i just want to like to inspire the youth out here so i hope my work really identifies me as libyan though yeah bro that's my only thing
0: and now what about you
1: yeah so uh i guess i'm the same in the sense that it's not very upfront with my work but it's in my bio it's in my intro you know i have a Libyan creative in my bio I think, yeah, like there's a, it's really valid point to say that it's really inspirational and motivational to non-creatives alike also um, to see Libyans doing good things. So that's why I have it there. But yeah, I think first and foremost, I want to be a good um, animator or whatever I do, like digital magazine creator, because I don't want someone to say, you know, well, it doesn't really matter what people say, but if it mattered what people said. I don't want people to say, oh, she's a good animator for a Libyan or whatnot. She's a good animator and she's Libyan. And that's why a lot of the uh, Libyan creative work too that I feature, not all of it has to do specifically with Libyans. Recently, yeah, I've had like, um, portraits featured and stuff like that. And, and a lot of, uh, portraits. Um, but Libyan creative is like, look at this amazing artist and creative. And also, by the way, they're like Libyan. So I think I want to, with my art, I want to go forth with that way too.
0: Do you feel like as though Libyan culture gets in the way of your work? Like we've talked about this like earlier on, but do you think it's something you will continue to see or?
1: Because my art isn't so like intertwined with Libyan culture. I don't think it does. I think it can coexist peacefully. There's no conflict. Um, so yeah, because this is the thing, if Libyan culture ever did for some reason get in the way of the work that I was doing, I would just, um, it. I guess like I could just take a different path, you know, like if, if my road is blocked by Libyan culture for some reason, my road, like the work that I'm doing is not specific to Libyan culture, so it's fine. Uh, that would be sad if it did, but I don't think it has, and it, I don't think it will.
0: So Dave, what about you? Do you feel like it's gotten the way of your work in any way, shape, or form, or do you not at all? Or has it...
1: like
3: the style of photography I do, whether it be landscapes, travel, street photos—all those have gotten nothing to do with culture. Like they literally never intertwine, never, like never collide. So like, no, I've never had any issue.
0: I know you both talked about it a little bit, but do you feel like culture has gotten the way of what you do at all?
2: Yeah, n- not at all, bro. Like. Culture itself, like, has never been it's be, has never been like a person or whatsoever. Uh, unlike the environment here, bro, that's another different thing. That's that's the thing I talked about. But as a culture, bro, actually, like, uh, as I said earlier, I'm trying to dig into my own roots and culture and trying to find uh, the exact history of my own roots. So yeah. And basically on the internet, as Sadiq said, uh, you, w- you won't find anything like about any specific Libya culture, actually. Um, you know, and lately, like, I came across this uh, Vintage Libya on Instagram. Uh, yeah, there's this uh, Instagram account called Vintage Libya. And uh, where, yeah, where it shows, like, nice, like, vintage <laughs> pictures of Libya. So, yeah, that, ki- yeah. that kind of, like that kind of inspired me in a certain way, like to dig deeper into my own roots and try to make art out of that, if you know what I mean? So yeah, I'm really appreciated for such content kind uh, like that. So yeah, bro. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Definitely, I, I definitely agree. Like Vintage Libya, there's also um, a couple other photographers that I follow, they, they, do, ins- they do show Libyan culture in a way. That you're more appreciative, appreciative, uh, more appreciative of Libyan work and Libyan culture, you know. And I feel like even even if you are Aish Libya, you know, we still need reminders of who we are and what our and how beautiful our culture exactly, is.
2: Exactly, bro. Like like something. Like, exactly, bro. Like I'm I'm really like super like appreciative like when it comes to these kind of things, especially when it be like in an image. In, a, in an image form, you know. So, yeah, if you guys know any other like accounts like that or whatsoever, it would be really helpful.
0: I know North Africa posts Lib- North, North Africa um, on Instagram. They post North African culture and North African art of all kinds, like whether it be Algerian, Moroccan, Tunisian, Libyan. They show all of that. But um, maybe Ala or even Sadiq or Malik, do you guys know any other? libyan like specifically libyan culture pages I follow
3: a couple but off the top of my head other than vintage libya i can't really name
0: yeah them. i don't
1: um i know at least one person i featured on the Living creative they're not a libyan culture page but a lot of her photography has to do with like being in libya and the, the best thing about her work t- to me is that she does very she, she doesn't just go into trablis or benghazi like she'll go to you know into the desert and And, you know, these smaller communities that people don't really know of. Uh, Her name is Neda Harib, I think, and hopefully I'm not butchering her name, but her work is beautiful. Um, And I think it's really inspirational because, you know, you just find the beauty um, of the simple things of Libya. And I think all of us relate, uh, just like, you know.
3: Sorry to cut in, but I'm almost certain either it's her brother or sibling, someone with the exact same last name. I think it's Ceci. Then the same last name. Oh, really? He does. Yeah. I don't
1: know, Sassy, but Nada,
3: wow. Like, amazing. If you remember, I I sent you a couple of accounts before you started recording all the podcasts. Yeah, yeah. one of them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, I I feel like we all need a reminder of who we are, you know? And that's kind of what I want to do with this. It's more so like building towards something in the future as well as a reminder for our for first first and foremost myself and all of us, like we have such amazing people, like all of you guys. And like we kind of need to be, we kind of need to remember that all the time. like as as far away as we are from Libya and like we can't a lot of us can't go back due to a lot of reasons. So it's kind of hard for us to, like we've said before, kind of hard for us to appreciate who we are and identity from where we are at the moment. Fuh, do you feel, um, do you think as parents, do you think like, if you are in the future inshallah, if you will be parents, do you think you'll be supportive of your kids endeavors in creativity?
1: Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, as long as that's you know, not crude or anything. Um, but, you know, who am I to judge what's crude and what's not? I, I'd love to support my kids in creative direct, in their creative directions. Uh, I have a lot of support from my parents, maybe not so much in art. I think it's a really new, you know, like, like they've never seen this type of stuff before. Uh, so I want my kids to have all the resources and support if they ever choose to go into art.
3: Yeah, without a doubt would help them, motivate them to be creative in one way or another and uh, definitely push them in the road as well.
4: I, uh, I I struggle with this question a lot actually and I ask myself the same question all the time because um, I think it is dependent kind of like I was alluding to on um, what it is they're pursuing. So I always think of it what I let my you know, son or daughter go do music and more specifically like hip hop. Um, And why I struggle with it is because me going through it right now, I see of course all of the good things that come from it, but I also see a lot of the bad, um, you know, within the industry that if you don't have like a level head or like kind of the right preparation going into it can actually lead to like, you know, a lot of like negative things. Um, and alhamdulillah, like for me, I had to fall down a lot of times and, and and realize who are the people who I should be interacting with and shouldn't be and, you know, have like that learning experience that at the end of the day, like, sure, I'm thankful for it because here I am now. But also, if I had a kid, would I love to prevent them from ever having to experience like a lot of those lows that come with it, like, probably also sure. So when it comes to like, as a musician specifically, because I think it's a little bit different especially within not only our culture, but our religion and and where that stands. Um, It can be, it can be a tricky one for me.
2: Yeah. For me, for me, actually, like if I ever had a kid, uh, I would be more of a teacher rather than a parent, you know, like I would provide like every, like every downfall, like I ever experienced uh, and try like to give an advice. Yeah, exactly, bro. Like, to be more, yeah, yeah, to give more of an advice, uh, so they can, they don't, they won't like fall into the same mistakes I did, like during my process of learning, of di- digging deep into the art, the world of art. Yeah, also, I hope like one of my kids would be uh, an artist or a
3: painter. That exactly like the way I say, I would love for my son or daughter to be a photographer one day, inshallah, like. With my, through my experience this past couple of years, like everything I've learned, they won't really have to learn by themselves. I'd be able to help them out from the get-go. This way it would make their life way easier as well.
0: Exactly, bro. But here's the thing, bro. But here's the thing, though. You know, like technology hasn't been the same. Like, like for example, Sadiq, like, look at, look at Photoshop and Illustrator and Lightroom and all those things. In the past couple of years. You know, do you think you're just going to teach them the lessons or is it more so the technique? I'm
3: continuously learning every single day. I'm still learning. Like, there's no one can tell you, oh, I know everything and everything, you know? Like, there's no way that you know everything about a certain thing. Ayub can tell you that. Malik will tell you that. Allah will tell you that. Like, you're continuously learning no matter what it's like i don't think i'm gonna stop next year learning and be okay that's it i know everything i need to know for the rest of my life like no i keep trying to think on that
4: note my work i would say like on that note though like like there's certain things that you'll continue to learn right that are let's just say when it comes to photography itself you know whether it's the newest lens that's out or the newest software to use for you know post work or whatever the case might be like i think all that stuff is great. But there's also gonna be things, and I've seen it firsthand right now, like generational gaps that are gonna happen too, right? So like right now, TikTok's in. Uh, By the time, inshallah, all of us have kids, like it might be like that newest thing that, although it might make sense to us now, like we're probably not gonna be keeping up with like certain things that are important to, if you're trying to get your business off of the ground, like just social media. If you try to talk to a photographer, You know, who is at their peak, or not even at their peak, but somebody who's been a photographer for the last like 30 years, and you talk to them, and they were, you know, doing this 10 or 20 years ago, and they've still kept up to date with like techniques and, you know, the things about photography and as a craft as a whole. Yes, that's really important. But some of the things, like whether we want to or not, we're just not going to be on the same page. Like even for me, I notice it. I came up on like Facebook. You know uh you know twitter was obviously huge and it still is right now but like TikTok, for me is like a brand new thing and i can see like the age gap and the generational divide there it's like i can't i can't i unless if i really spent like a ton of time like i'm not going to be able to give that great advice on like how do you get big on TikTok or 10 to 20 years from now like what's going to be like that
0: new thing and you can't give advice on how to do TikTok dances either no, yeah.
4: I,
1: <laughs> I mean, I can, but I'll do that with you separately off this call. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, to contrast that, though, I think um, rather even away from learning and teaching the new things, they're like basics, too. Like, I think, Sadiq, what you know now and Malik and Ayub, what you guys have learned now is basics, is really valuable information and a great perspective for, you know, the future children.
3: Without like For example... If I, for example, no one in my family did photography. So for me, it was a brand new thing. So I learned everything like from scratch. Like if I, for example, if my father was into photography, he'd be like, oh, don't shoot JPEG. You need to start shooting raw. You're able to keep more data within the photos, et cetera. That would have been like very useful information to know from the beginning. But because I didn't know that I had to learn it all by myself. So I had to make mistakes to be able to learn. I feel like those are the type of things that I'd be able to like help my child in the future do and like regards to, for example TikTok in the new stage like who would have who said that for example Gordon Ramsay would be making TikToks? nobody like it's it's something that no one expects but you just you have to evolve with the state in like an age like you have to because
0: yeah, yeah, I also feel like you open-minded. also have to appeal to a certain audience like for example Gordon Ramsay's audience is uh like people that are a lot older than us, they were. They were at the same age as us at one point, but they've also grown older. So you to you kind of have to appeal to people that are gonna continue to grow and love you, you know what I mean? Like, like you know, worst may happen, you know. And it's also like consumerism and capitalism in a sense, you know. Like, I don't know if you get what I mean. Like, here's the, like, for example, business owners, you, you kind of have to like keep growing your business to appeal to more people because you, you want to have return customers. That's why so many businesses have moved towards social exactly. media. For example, like look at all the funny comments Wendy's does under their posts or like other businesses because they kind of have to appeal to a whole new market. That's why you go into different things it's not because you want to advance well sometimes you want to advance in a certain way but it's also because you want more money or just more exposure in a certain form
2: exactly bro it's like a stock market data you know like uh, where where you like where you be ready for the stock price feeds and all of that so uh, that's how I see the thing right now, like with TikTok and many other platforms. Um, yeah, so that's how I actually see it. Like it's like a stock market. So like you gotta like be like more, more of like, of a follower of that thing. Like and you're trying to make stuff that when it comes to that with the, to that thing, you know, like uh, you got you gotta evolve with each like new technology, basically pretty much find a way to evolve at least do you
0: what what do you think in like in your perspectives i know we've talked about this a little bit but do you feel like there's a lack in the there's a lack of unity amongst limbian creatives and if so do you think that'll be fixed or how do you think we can fix that
2: yeah I think we like unity amongst living creators, bro especially out here in Libya, like everyone like acting like a survivalist, basically um, that that's easily can be fixed, you know uh, if be, I, I think like you know m- most of the reason like why everyone like decided like to, to like to take being creative as a career is like is in the number one goal is like money. So, yeah, that's what, like, most unfortunately, like, many creatives was here in Libya, like, they only care about money and the outcome. Like, if I ask like, the next creative person, like, uh, we, sh- we should collaborate on stuff, like, the first thing they would ask me, like, if there would be any, like, you know, <laughs> any fine- yeah, don't
0: you any- think it's because of, the, uh, هم, like, the zaman will walk to the human, like, I like you know, like whether it be pre-2011 or post-2011, like, Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm
2: not gonna lie to you, bro. I think about that as well, but it's kind of holding me back, like, from becoming a, a better artist that I was yesterday. So, when I, when I, when I like used to care about money rather than my work, like I know like my results are actually like not different from any other artworks like I used to make. Like recently, I, I had to do like many of artworks I have done in the past because it actually wasn't like about loving the art, you know. It was about like caring about the income of that. So. So yeah, bro. Like recently, like I've, I've been like trying to make projects, like mostly for fun, like to like give, let's say, like to like to make our art as reflective as possible, if you know what I mean, and not to care about the uh, financial income.
3: Like the way most people see it is like there's plenty of work for everyone. So like whenever I see exactly. the stock. Phot- I just see him as another photographer. Some people may see me as competition or something along those lines, but at the end of the day for me, I'm like, there's so much work that I can work, I can make a living. You can work, you can make a living comfortably as well. Yeah, yeah. I haven't noticed any lack of unity among Libyan creators, but like creators in general, it's split, I think, evenly. Some that don't mind, like I've reached out to Libyan creatives, whether they're based on uk or in america or everything i'm like yo if you're ever in like in canada sh- shoot me a text and I'm like we'll shoot together and like no issue whatsoever and then but some people's like they see this competition basically because like oh this guy might take my work or he'll steal my clients type of thing so
0: now do you feel like i think it just depends. do you feel like a lot there's um a lack of unity by any chance or is there like what and are you been so alluding to
1: yeah, I don't think there's a lack of unity because they're Libyan or because of competition or anything like that. I haven't seen that personally. I think the only thing that there might be is just a lack of connection between everyone. And that's why I started Libyan Creative. Because when I started with animation, I didn't know any Libyan creatives. I didn't know any Libyan artists. But once I knew them, like I have so many Libyan artist friends. So I think it's just about making those connections.
0: Madhik, do you feel there's a lock or is there... Or is it just a mix of everything?
4: No, I, I I, feel like there's unity. I feel like there's more unity now than there was before. I don't feel like that um, there necessarily was uh, early on. I think also on the competition point, I definitely have seen that. And not because I think it's a Libyan problem, but because I think it's like an industry, like hip hop. Like hip hop is all about tracks and bragging rights and I'm better than this person or that person and clout and stuff It's like I've seen it firsthand you know in that with Libyans but I don't think it's because of a Libyan thing I think it's more deeply rooted in like uh, an underlying hip-hop uh, thing but I think the other thing is like um, I forget who said it the idea of like stealing I think it was Sadiq was talking, stealing you know your fans and or your whatever like blacks I'm, I'm actually the opposite so if somebody comes up to me um and whether they're libyan or not but more specifically if they are libyan and they're like just trying to start a page or all this stuff i the first thing i tell them is go through my followers like if you want feel free to just like follow whoever you think like check their things if they're libyan whatever like because i've been able to build like that type of network and all of that so that could be like a good starting point for you. And I forget who it was, but somebody gave me the advice one time and it was a hip hop artist and they said something to the effect of like, we can all eat, meaning like, it's not like dog eat dog. Like there's plenty of room for everybody to, to succeed here. And I took a lot of that to heart. And so like when, sure. you know, now when people sure. reach out to me for whatever creative it is and especially if they're living, like I said, um, the first place I point them to is like, hey, look through my network. And, you know, especially if you want an intro or whatever it is, just like, you know, kind of let me know. Um, And I think that those are the type of things where it starts to help is once the creatives are all open-minded to it, which it seems like a lot of people are, and they all want to support each other and want to see each other succeed and understand that, like, if you succeed, that means that I succeed, then, you know, that's kind of how it, I think, improves.
0: That's the, that's also the reason why I had all of you here or as my first four guests because yeah. I know um, Ala, you've done it Ayub, you've done it Sadiq has done it Malik has done it like all of you even when I pitched the idea to, of the podcast to all of you all of you are like hey you know what I know this person I know that person I know this. I have this platform I know that guy I know this guy I know this person like you know what let me know anybody at all anything you need and I will do my utmost best to you know give you a platform and help you out in any way shape or form like that's the that's the one thing that I said in the first episode I was like in the beginning of my like creative identity or creative crisis when I was going through that I found Sadiq and then I found Malik and then I found Allah and Ayub and then Ayub always goes you know what like I never had anybody to Ayub always says this to me like he's like yo, know I never had anybody to Give me a platform So And I never had the opportunities Growing up So anybody that needs an opportunity I will give them You know My utmost best Like And you, And Allah, You both done it Malik has done it Sadiq has done it Like Anybody that needs help Or anybody That's looking for help Here you know what I know how to do this Here yo, let me show you how to do that Sadiq Sadiq And, and my friend was seeing Both were like When they They were the ones that made the logo for me you know, Waseem did the did the first, uh, pretty much er- everything else. And then Sadiq did the little edits here and there. And it became as great as it is. Um, Ayub and Malik and Alad, you were like, yo, if you guys are like, and, and Sadiq too, like if if you want somebody to share the podcast for you, yo, let me know. I got you. Malik lately, like any, any guests that comes to mind, he'll message me like, yo, this guy is going to be, would have a great opinions on this. This guy, you should talk to on that. Um Like that's, that's the thing that I love most about like you guys is you guys are supportive no matter who the person is, as long as they're going towards something great or not something great, but like, as long as you see them doing something positive or a change, no matter who it is, you will be very, very supportive of it. And I think that's something that we, we, we all need people like you, you know what I mean? Like we all need somebody backing us no matter what and i think that's why i went through and did the podcast it's cuz i knew no matter what i did or how i went about it because i have like alhamdulillah because i have such positive reinforcement i like i like uh, it'll succeed no matter what you know regardless of what you think the opinion of success is like i uh, you'll you'll know it it'll succeed so uh, what do you think is a good way for us to bring Libyan creatives together. <laughs> yeah,
1: you are. Yeah.
3: Podcasts like these. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, exactly, like this one or the Libyan creative Bayada or any of these platforms that you guys are giving us creatives to be on. Like, I understand that as a creative in and of itself, but like the Libyan creative, like the account itself is helping promote Libyan. I was gladly the first guy or first person to be posted on that account. <laughs> so like I was the person
1: there. Oh yeah. I mentioned that too in the podcast. So this is the first podcast episode and the first living creators. So I
3: guess Future. people like to start with me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's it's also because like like the reason why I went I had the original idea for the for the first season, quote unquote was um, I'm going to do photographers first because I know I could start with Sadiq and I know he'd be more than happy to speak. And then I, I, I like trust that idea and I was like, you know what? Let me start with the people that gave me my, like led me to this path of creativity and finding myself. And like the people that I know will speak the most about it. And I know I'm very, very, very familiar with their work. And I could talk about it all day and night. Like, every chance I get, I've mentioned Sadiq's work. Every single chance I get, I've mentioned you. Every single chance I get, I've mentioned Libyan Creatives. I've mentioned Malik. Because, like, I know you guys, and I know what you guys are trying to do, and I know the path that you're on, you know? It's not hard for me to appreciate what you do in your work when what you're doing is so great. Like, I've never seen you guys do anything negative or problematic in any way shape or form it's always malik for example i've never seen him say to me like oh this is me and i'm malik and i'm so great and i'm this and i'm that it's always what can i do for you and Sadiq is the same way and ayub's the same way any libyan creative any anything shape form or possible you always try to integrate it into your work or into your daily lives or into like what you're talking about you know if it hasn't been hard for me to talk about how great you are and that's why I went with you for as my first guest because it's not hard for me to do you know Uh, I
4: have a I have a question for you I want to interview you for a second (laughs) since you've been you've been interviewing us a ton here because I know that the focus point of the podcast and also what we've talked about here is Libyan creatives and like you know when I think of the word creatives at least it it means literally creativity, which then I associate with like artistry or something of that nature. Um, my question to you, like, do you think of it and do you limit it to that? Do you think you're going to continue to limit it to that scope? Or are you more interested in the idea of just like overall Libyan excellence? And what I mean by that and what would my, maybe a diff, maybe a little bit different is like, you know, an athlete, for example, somebody who's like completely crushing it. I wouldn't think like one of my friends inshallah he ran in the 2016 2016 that the recent one yeah 2016 olympics um for libya and so but like i don't think of him as like a creative but i think of him as somebody who exhibits like excellence and is like libyan excellence so like when you think about it are you are you thinking that it's going to be people like that as well whether it's that uh, I had a friend recently who, who's Libyan. He told me he's trying to run for Congress. Um, no yeah, just like, you know what I mean? Like, so is it is it that, or is it limited to just like the creative space and the artist space, whether that's you know music or graphic design or photography, um, or cinema? Uh, uh, there's obviously a million and one things. So I guess like what it, when you think about it? What what's kind of in that? What's in there?
0: Alaa talks about this a little bit like in her episode like like creativity is like to her is unlimited but the way I see it at least is I want to focus on Libyan creatives as in like artwork more or less like whether it be fashion photography music that sort of stuff because I feel like like we've talked about this on other episodes with all of you is that I feel like there's a stigma around people like you you know um like I haven't this is my sort of creative but like I want to do spoken word I want to do poetry I want to do have all those types of creativity like literature stuff like that because I feel like if you tell your parents you're going into something like that full-time like you've talked about it Malik on your episode it's kind of tough for some parents to be supportive like like if like with the podcast my parents are like um they were supportive of it but Creativity to them means totally different than what it means to me So my goal is to speak to creative individuals in the beginning And if this goes the way it's been going for the past couple of days so far Alhamdulillah I'm going to start something else towards people like that Libyan success stories and Libyan businesses Because I know I know personally a lot Like Ayub's worked with him before Like my friend that runs PI Vintage he has a business and he's been doing, and it's been very, very successful. Like, um, there's also Malik, the Libyan uh, cook that you that you have had before, the one that makes food and then she sends it out. She's also a success story that I hope to have, but not on this podcast. She's amazing in what she does, and I appreciate it and I and I support it. But it and to me, it's it is creative, but it's not creative. You know what I mean? Like, it's not an inspect of Libyan creatives. It's more so a creative business owner, a creative idea. You know, like, everyone is creative, but not everybody is a creative, you know? That's at least I'm my take you. on it.
4: Yeah, no, I'm with you. That, that makes sense. Uh, I, I, think it's, I think it's less about any of us trying to say this is what the definition of a creative is, and more saying for you, in the sake of this, what is your definition of it? And it sounds like you have a pretty good handle on that. Cause so good. I
0: also, I also want to like, um, you guys probably know you probably know them, the, the Libyans, Libyans who are our age that started the recycling company mm-hmm. in Libya. They're amazing. And I want to have them on another podcast. Right. Um, there's so many Libyan amazing business owners that I want to have. Like I know them myself personally, like the Libyan restaurant in Edmonton. It's the only Libyan restaurant in Canada there was two and then one closed down. There was one in Toronto, but it closed down because lack of business. And there was a lot of like issues within, and there's not, you can't really, whatever, what happened with the restaurant, like it didn't succeed. And there's only one in Canada. There's another one I know somewhere, I believe in the UK. Like I want to have those types of people on it, you know, but this, this platform for me means only the Libyan creatives. Cause like, like I said, there's a lot of stigma around Libyan art and Libyan creativity. Ayuba said it on his, like on his episode, like his friends That's don't it. really understand art. You know, like it's not like something that everybody is very welcoming of and not everybody understands it. Of course, because of the way we're brought up, but like you've said on, like we've said on our episode, Magic. you know, it's very difficult for us to be fully understanding, like as Libyan, like from my parents' point of view, it's very difficult because of the world that we, that they lived in. You know, like my mom said it to me, like when she, when her and my dad first moved to Canada, like with me in 99, it was very hard for them to like, like money wasn't great. You know, like my dad was a student and it was hard for them to bring me up and give me, they gave me everything that I needed. And I never felt like when I was growing up that I had difficulties, but it's still hard. You know, like, how do you go how do you let your child go through that? You know, so that's why I understand why they're not supportive, but I, but I also feel like it's kind of, you know, like it's your parents' job to support you no matter what. For that's why I want to go through. That's why I want to go through the living creatives, like one by one and interview them and their process and their point of view. And like, what's their thoughts on culture and identity and what they went through. Like I have a friend of mine who I'm Allah, hoping to have, was a videographer and like we were friends like I've been friends with him like uh, for a while but when he got into photography and videography it was random it was literally the most random thing in the entire world. He, he went and graduated with engineering with honors and had very very high marks and then out of nowhere now he does videography full time. How did you bring that up to your parents like how did you go you know what like pfft, I'm done with the, I'm done with engineering uh that Muslim tourist for example um he graduated with engineering too and then now he does content creation you know for those people are like to me success stories and like yeah how did you go from you know what I'm gonna stop everything and I'm gonna pursue this you know like to me it, it's very hard for us to bring up that, that idea to my, to our parents and that's why I want to have all of you like all by you I mean creatives talk about that because I know we all struggle with it and we all have all of our parents are different in in their ways you know exactly
2: bro it's all about sacrifice though and uh, and you know preventing yourself from becoming a disappointed disappointment to your parents in any shape or form so yeah that's yeah i kind of like kind of made them like feel disappointed when i told them like i stopped working as a software developer i used to be a software developer in an it company so it kind of like broke them like when i told them about what i've been doing for the past two years or so so yeah i, I made huge sacrifices. actually
0: you see what i mean like like Malik, you've seen it, and I know Allah, you've seen it, and I know you've been so that you've you've all seen it where you feel like there's no support towards what you're doing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want anybody, any Libyan creative, to ever go through that. That's why Allah, you've also started the Libyan Creative page because you want to show these amazing people that they have support, hence why the podcast. You know, what this leads towards is one by one. What do you hope to gain? I, I know you, maybe you, like a, maybe you did it out of the kindness of your own hearts, but what do you hope to gain from being on this podcast?
1: So um, I guess I'll combine the question that you also previously asked with this one. I think that this is a great initiative um, to create a platform for Libyan creatives that already exist to give them a voice. And that's how we unify our community. And like Malik said earlier, um, we all eat, you know, you should change your logo to <laughs> but um, I think, you know, that's why I'm here because I, I want to one, like bring attention to this podcast. I want to contribute to this great initiative and I hope other creatives can benefit from this too, inshallah.
2: Yeah, bro. For me, I, I actually like, I don't like, I don't like hope like, to get anything from this bro. Like, I I really like. I my like my only wish right now like for you to become as influential as possible. You know what so you know what I mean. And you will actually. And you actually will it. Yeah, and yeah, and I hope like this will maybe like attract like as many possible as of uh, Libyan listeners and learn something or two from this because I actually never like even my like I met like few people like who supported me like during my craft but. I have never, like, gotten, like, that much of love and support as much as I did from, let's say, you. Like, you, you robust everything, like, that I make, basically. And, like, you always, like, trying to lift me up, uh, even, like, during my worst, like, situation on like, well, one of my worst artworks, let's say. So, yeah, I I find that, like, so I appreciate that, you know what I mean? I'm super grateful for actually, like, to have like some even like even one supporter you know what I mean one real supporter that appreciate what I I do (laughs)
0: like like I told you before like it's honestly literally nothing for me to like share comment it literally takes not even five minutes to do all of that like for I have my post notifications on for all of you and other creatives as well because like like I said I don't feel like anybody that's why I wanted like the other thing is from your art, I don't feel like anybody can tell who you are, what your thoughts are. You know, like Malik. Malik is a different story because Malik raps, but even then, he still doesn't talk about Malik. You know, he never talks about his point of view on a daily basis or like some of the questions that I've asked him. You know, like no one sees that from Malik unless he talks about it. So the same thing. It's photography. A you you with artwork and that's with with your animations you know like no one sees your thoughts but that's why i wanted you to speak on it
2: yeah so exactly bro um it's basically like about like having uh, people like from like let's say around the world that would be familiar with your work like it's an, it's another feeling you know like it's like you be on the top of the world but like when you have like I like let's say three or four true supporters. It's different. Like these these four supporters, like these, are the people like who who really appreciate what you do. Like they don't like come uh, come to you when you be you know at your peak. Let's say like those will come with success if you know what I mean. And you know they live with that as well. Like, yeah. it's, like for for me for me as an artist, like every victory of mine is like momentary if you know what I mean. Momentary bliss, So. And and it's difficult when you get used to that, if you know
0: what I mean. Yeah, definitely. Cause I also, like Malik said, like if I eat, we all eat, you know? If, uh, whenever you guys succeed, or whenever you guys get reposted, or whenever you guys get the recognition that you so deserve, um, I I genuinely like I get so excited for you guys, like Wallah, I've never been this happy about anything, like as much as when you guys get the recognition that you deserve. You know what I mean? But that's that's the also the other thing, like so. They, what do you hope to gain from this?
3: Hopefully, a paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> no just aside, though. Uh, like, you've supported me since day one. Like, literally, since the day I met you, and like, you found out about my photography account. Like, you've been supportive since day one. You've given me your thoughts about everything I do. You've joined me in shoots when it's minus 15 degrees outside. So the least I could do is being on this podcast and supporting you and being your first guest.
0: Malik, what about you? What do you what do you hope to gain?
3: Yeah, I think the
4: pretty much everything that he just said, with the exception of the paycheck. Although I'll pay you, we could the lawyers could talk after this. No uh yeah
0: run me the your I subscribers
1: you. to donate to your patreon or whatever I'll, I'll start we a, need a we
0: need a cut exactly. I'll start a twitch stream no I'll start twitch and we'll get the money going yeah.
4: no but I think I think exactly what we heard from both uh Sadiq and Ayub which was like I've never even met you in real life and I feel like I know you you know what I mean like I feel like exactly as they described it was kind of since a day one i was like i don't even know who this dude is who's hyping me up but like this dude's gassing me up and giving me like confidence that i've never even had and that's cool i think for a (laughs) while you had in your bio like that you were my hype man and stuff which like i thought was very lit so like those type of things like you know it's gonna make it in trouble it's gonna make i think this path easy for you when you reach out to people because you're pretty much like you in particular compared to a lot lot of other people are, like, everybody's biggest cheerleader. And so I think, like, a lot of, when you ask people, they're probably all just going to be, you know, down the hop on this. Um, but more specifically, as far as, like, what I was looking to gain, I think, like, obviously the conversations with everybody, uh, in particular, just, like, this group, it's good to, you know, get to meet everybody and Shala will continue to, you know, be in touch and collab. But I think, like, furthermore, this 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 is if you think about it, like this is the definition of what you're looking to do in like real life action. So outside of this podcast, what you're hoping that something like this does is encourage other creatives to go and like make a zoom call like this, or make a group chat or whatever. And so like what I was hoping to be, you know, get out of this is like, be a part of that proof of concept of, oh, look, this is what it can look like. So inshallah, when other people hear this, maybe it'll encourage them to go make that, that quick chat with like three or four other people or start kind of like building out or join it as discord or, you know, whatever it is. Um, so I'm just, I feel very humbled and and all that to be a part of this and to have even been thought of. Um, but honestly, I think all of us would agree that we're very just excited about your future success on this, inshallah, inshallah. in the same way that inshallah. you in the same way that you've taken an interest in ours. Um, and that's kind of what it's all about.
1: For sure, it's time to uh, give back all the energy and love that you've been giving us in the past.
2: Same here, bro. Like you helped, you helped to shape the artist I am today, bro. Like that's the least like I can say. Uh,
0: you, you don't understand how that means to me. The man who worked with the weekend himself. Zlat <laughs> is blushing right now. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a <laughs> <little> bit.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
0: I'm crying to, like Liverpool
4: fans.
2: I got it. I got a. I got a, I
4: got a <laughs> that, that's a
2: burn I'm about to
4: I got a. <laughs> I got an, NF, an NFL game on in the background, and they there was a commercial that came on with the weekend. I was like, man, I'm like one degree of separation from him. Pretty I much. Like, <laughs>
2: I know, you know somebody that knows somebody. You know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But. Very humble for like. Like to meet you, all you guys, all of you guys, for real, for real. Yeah, but yeah. That's that's, that's how, how we work on like more projects, like together. Like
0: th- that's the other thing that I wanted to do with the with the forum or the panel or whatever you want to call it. Is I know you guys know each other, but the other thing that I want to do is also like, like hope, you guys all know each other. But in the future, when I have people that don't know each other, Inshallah I want them to get to know each other and understand each other. You know, like I want more people to work with other people or just more understanding between our community and our creatives. Because like I said, the end goal, inshallah, like me and Ayub and me and Allah have talked about this a lot and even me and Siddhi, um, it's like, I want to go back to Libya and start the creative agency somewhat like House Ayub. So like, we're going to go to Libya and do just Zahar al-Din. We're going you know, like I want exactly, because you said it on yours, like, I'm, how hard was it for you to get a Wacom? You know, like, I don't want to go, I don't want people exactly. in Libya to have that same issue. So, inshallah, inshallah, we'll go towards that. You know,
2: we will, we will. I actually have like I have this like small projects like in progress right now uh, where I gathered like a bunch of my other creative friends and we made like this small of group of creatives, or let's say art agency uh we call it uh, outbox you know so like we have like different type of creative like we have photographers and you know Munder. i told you about monder yeah,
0: Munder, right? Munder is amazing yeah Fa-
2: yeah i have him with yeah i have him alo- uh, yeah, alongside me on this one as well so we create work like for let's say companies out here in libya locally if you know what i mean yeah
0: like so you did with we try one, to uh with yeah. was it libyana it was libyana right
2: yeah yeah right now yeah so that's like what we're trying to we're trying to like to expand this small circle into a bigger one but in the, in the near future inshallah so yeah bro
0: inshallah can we'll do something like yeah so maybe we'll maybe yeah, of...
2: maybe uh, you will be a part of this as as well bro like when you
0: come inshallah. here inshallah. maybe or
2: maybe yeah or maybe like I'm trying to like to move my business like outside of Libya right now, unfortunately. But yeah, we will, we will try to come back when we are stronger than this, and better, you know?
0: That, that's the goal, you know? Like, I don't want it to be strictly for Libyans. I want, it's it's a Libyan initiative, like in the you know? Like, it's based in wherever it's based, whether it be Trablis or whether it be Masrat or Baghazi or Sirte or wherever. But it's more for, like you said, like, outside of Libya عشان something like that Exactly like
2: Yeah I'm trying like to see like how the art world art world let's say works like outside of here you know because I know like the art like community outside from here like is like let's say pretty different like different from what I'm seeing here like it will makes me like more let's say build on what I build on the skill like I have right now I have at the moment So, yeah, bro, it will be a good experience, I think. Uh, And like a good experience and knowledge at the same time to, you know, to report to my people out here when I get the chance, inshallah.
0: Inshallah. I thank you. Thank you. Thank you all for being here today. I really appreciate every single minute uh, of the time that you have given me. So, zakum khair. And again, thank you for being here. Thank you for having us.
2: Inshallah. Feeqab.
0: Thank you, bro. Thanks, G. Thank you. My name is Zahreddin Treki, and this has been the final episode of Season 1 of Kulna Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.